Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and joining me today is the Director of Marketing and Communications with our Governor's Office of Economic Development, Pete Cadella, as we talk about what we can do to enjoy our beautiful state of Utah and support our local businesses, right? The In Utah campaign, Pete, to me, has been brilliant. Tell us a little bit about where we're at as we kick off the new year. Thanks, Rebecca. I appreciate that. And it's great to be with you in 2021. Let's hope it's an awesome year. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. In the inutah.org website and campaign is all about supporting Utah's economy. And right now, this new year, uh, we would love for people to get out and enjoy those winter activities in Utah. So there have been a lot of components to the campaign, but underlying all of those is the need to support Utah businesses and help our economy recover during this pandemic. And you say that, it's interesting because, you know, we chose right after Christmas to, you know, get in the car and go an hour and a half north and head up to Ogden Canyon. And it had been a while since we'd been to the community of Eden, which is just so beautiful. Right here, it's a little slice of paradise, and yes, actually a few miles away uh, (laughs) from, from that community in Utah as well. But we skied Powder Mountain it was, there were no lines. We felt mm. like it was absolutely a safe and healthy thing to do. And when we go to dinner at a restaurant, the local restaurants would just thank us. Thank you so much for being here. So is it yeah. that kind of idea that you're thinking of is, hey, we're all itchy to get out because it's winter. Now think strategically on where you can go right here in Utah. Exactly. And unfortunately, a lot of us, you know, are not jumping on airplanes and traveling internationally or long distances. But we can plan and and accomplish those short trips, like you mentioned, you know, get in the car an hour or two, go somewhere, book a hotel, um, go to those local restaurants, enjoy the outdoors. All of our, the good news is all of our restaurateurs, all of our ski resorts, they know the drill. You know, we've been through this COVID thing now for many months. They know what the precautions are. They know what the policies, procedures, they know how to manage things. So, we can safely engage in the economy and that whole underlying consumer confidence, you know, that's, that's what in Utah is about. And as we support each other, support our neighbors and, and those who are working those, those jobs, we're helping Utah families. That's our goal. Well, and let's talk a bit about that because there is such a dramatic impact when we keep our business right here in Utah. And and so from your vantage point, if we look at the governor's office of economic development, when we go to a restaurant right here, what does that do to help the local economy? That's right. Um, studies have been done. Over 60% of a dollar we spend in Utah stays in Utah. It supports local workers, local families. Um, it's it's I'll admit it can be harder to get in the car and, and go somewhere to purchase something than clicking on Amazon per se. But as we can support those Utah businesses, we will help 
you know, the workers and the economy in the state. And you said that, you know, we know the drill and you're referring to the fact that um, not just local restaurants, but local businesses know yeah. now how to do business safely. So what are some of those guidelines that that we've learned so that we can have that sense of confidence? Because consumer confidence has a lot of different layers to it. And, and of course, you know, those of you who study economics, that's that idea that, hey, I feel like things are good economically so I can go spend but there's yeah. also that other layer of consumer confidence that it's safe for me and important for me to be to be able to feel like I can walk through the doors of a business. And, and, That's right. And, give and them we've that. seen those changes. You know, personally, we're told uh, stay, stay home if you're feeling ill. Um, if you do go out, maintain the social and physical distance, wear a mask, you know, sanitize and wash your hands often. And then for those businesses, uh, they've put – Lots of them, signs on the floor, you know, maintain six feet of distance. They've added plexiglass to separate shoppers from checkers. Um, They've got lots of, I've seen carts by entrance doors with, um, you know, sanitation wipes and all those types of things to wash down, wipe down the handles on the cart. You just see all the differences, you know, that weren't in place last January that we have in place this January. As you said that, it's interesting because I was doing a little uh, shopping <laughs> uh, on Main Street in the city where I live, and uh, a woman and I both liked the same sweater. And for a minute, our shoulders touched, and we both looked at each other and jumped. One jumped to the right, one jumped to the <laughs> left. And and then we, we did chat, and she said, you know, I actually think that this will change the way I am in the future, and not necessarily negatively. The idea that when I'm out and about, whether I'm shopping or wherever it might be, I can be sensitive that there might be people around me who are vulnerable uh, health-wise. And so what little things I do, like washing my hands more frequently, staying home if I am sick, giving people a little bit more personal space, that those little things can have a big impact on keeping everyone around me healthier. Yeah, you know, I don't know anyone who's lived through a pandemic. I don't think many of us do. And so it certainly will be interesting in years to come to see how this experience will change the way we do things. You know, I think convenience, um, all the different ways you can order food and have it delivered or pick it up curbside or no touch or all those things may remain. I I wonder what may happen to the handshake and to hugs. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we'll get through those things. And um, I think that we'll be stronger and and more, more resilient. Mm-hmm. Now, you talked about uh, restaurants and, and indeed local businesses and activities. So give us a bird's eye view when you talk about it. And, and you also have the opportunity to communicate outside our state, Pete. For those who just joined us, this is Pete Cudello, Director of Marketing and Communications. We're talking about in Utah, the active campaign that is about what we can do as, as neighbors and citizens to help strengthen the economy and be healthy, a healthy economy and, and healthy uh, individuals right here in Utah. But when you market or communicate to others outside of Utah about all the places we offer in the winter time. Tell us, you know, from your vantage point, where are the places we should go and explore during the winter? Yeah, we've we've got such an awesome opportunity, and um, Utah excels, I think, in every season of the year. Um, we we just placed an ad in a national site selectors magazine, and the headline was "We have it all in Utah," and of course, it was branded in Utah. 
And, that, and that's the point. We, we have such a great quality of life because of all the things we can do, the places we can go. And in the wintertime, we have so many world-class ski resorts and then all the activities that accompany those. And pretty much in every part of the state, you can get to a resort like that and spend some time within, you know, 20, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. So lots of different opportunities and exploring local communities like you mentioned all across the state and we have so many state parks 45 or so and and we have all those national parks i mean utah excels in things to do and places to go and winter's no exception we even have the legacy of the olympics here which is pretty awesome and lots of things you can do with the, the olympic park and the different venues around utah so we can support our neighbors by, you know, getting out and doing those things in a safe way. Mm, you know, my uh, the conversation I had with one of my sons, Pete, is he was telling me what it was like to to actually ride down the bobsled. <laughs> mm. And we watched them during the Olympics, but the, the fact that people actually have the opportunity to ski the runs that had, you know, the events, uh, to, to be able to explore the Olympic parks, to ice skate right. at the rinks. I mean, we, we have all of that uh, right at our fingertips. And yet, because of um, the beauty that's all around us, even if we don't ski this next weekend, you can still go to another community, strap on some snowshoes or put your boots on and, yep. and, and take a beautiful hike and still support a local business. So many different activities, and you could even still jump on a bike and head south, you know, and explore the mountains on a bike. So mm-hmm. lots of things to do in Utah. Yeah, you know, you do see that uh, season change. At least it feels like you, you drive out a winter and arrive in fall when you're in southern Utah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, yep. any favorite locations down in southern Utah, Pete? Well, I'll tell you, my folks retired from upstate New York about a decade ago and have a home in New Harmony that overlooks the fingers of Colop. And that northwest entrance into Zions is so beautiful. Um, Our family has spent a lot of time exploring Zion National Park. And it's just a place like unlike any other. It's awesome. And, you know, uh, one of the things that has has, uh, come up as we talked about the pandemic and and how to stay healthy and the the recommendation that if you are ill, stay home, right, and wear a mask when you go outside. But being indoors can be quite a challenge. And so one of the things that when you do get in your car and you do drive the four hours or whatever it may be or uh, to Zion's or to Moab and get out, it really is so good for our overall mental and physical health. So there, there really is a good for Utah and good for you, isn't there? That's right. And, and there's a lot of data that supports, you know, being outside and, and that fresh air, even if it's a short 20-minute walk, you know, near our homes. It's very helpful for our, our mental and physical health. So that's a, that's a great point as well. The other thing I'll mention, Rebecca, is we have some um, billboards and some advertising running now about getting flu shots. You know, we talk a lot about COVID-19 but it's also important right now for Utah citizens to receive a flu shot um, because we do not want to overwhelm our healthcare system any more than it already is. And the flu is something that we can vaccinate against, right? And, and we have the new COVID-19 vaccination coming available to the public here in the next you know, weeks and months. But that flu shot is something we can all do to protect ourselves and our community's health. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I heartily agree. Got my shot just uh, about six weeks ago, and they're they're readily available at pharmacies and in yep. doctors' offices and clinics, and they follow those safety regulations. But you brought something up which I thought it was really important that has. I think needs to be a greater part of our conversation. And that is, we, it's important to be an individual. Absolutely. We want to be individual, but we live in a community. And so yeah. at, from your vantage point, for those who are pro-business, those who want to see the state of Utah, our economy thrive, what are the things that we can do and put in place to help us strengthen and, and elevate and protect our community from the top of your head Pete what are some of those things that 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 would that we could do to make us a good community member and I think you've brought that up you know kind of with the headline it's good for you and, and good for Utah um, but those behaviors I, I think include the things we've talked about taking those precautions to stay healthy and stay safe to wear a mask when we're in public and then um, engaging in, in shopping and eating. And I know that those in the performing arts and, you know, the cult, culture presentations and opportunities in Utah, they're struggling. So any way we can support the performing arts and our favorite, you know, artist or dancer or, or musical theater group, let's, let's work to do that too. But just if everyone can think positively about promoting our Utah businesses, performers, every aspect of our economy, um, and doing things like purchasing gift cards or, or, or being out and about and being safe and taking your family, you know, to someplace in Utah you haven't been. I think that's something that when you move away from here, you miss a lot. You miss all the different recreational opportunities and the seasons that we have in Utah. Um, our family lived in the Las Vegas Valley for almost a decade, and and we missed the Utah seasons. So we're happy to be back and, and experience that again. But those behaviors are are staying healthy and supporting Utah businesses. That's that's what we all need to do mm-hmm. to support our community. Well, and you know, as you mentioned too, um, these beautiful mountains. Uh, that are, you know, along the Wasatch Front and, and the other mountain ranges that are all around us. They are signature to Utah. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you see them in, you know, photos and you know, ah, oh, or you, you see photos of the Red Rocks. And, and yet uh, one of the opportunities that COVID-19, the pandemic, has provided more people is a little bit more flexibility. Not everyone, but many of us have more flexibility um, with where we work and where we go. And, and so if we have more family time, that that you can take a look at those signature places and say, when was the last time or have I ever even been to Bryce Canyon? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and hit the road and, and just make it happen. That That's awesome and totally agree. And I'll mention because we've had the inauguration, you know, early in January and we have Governor Cox and in the limited interactions I've had with him and his administration, I know that a focus uh, going forward is economic opportunity for all Utahns. And and I think as we have that community mindset and we think about remote work, you know, I know that it's becoming difficult to find housing in some of our rural communities because people are starting to spread out and have the ability to work from wherever their home is. 
So that economic opportunity is going to be important, and it, it starts in K through 12 education and goes into our higher ed and in our training programs. Um, so supporting all the opportunities that we have along the Wasatch Front and in rural Utah, that's going to be a focus and something our office is going to work to support in how we administer tax credits and all those things in the future. Mm-hmm. And 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 he did, uh, our new governor, sign a, a compact on the very first day uh, mm-hmm. in office talking about that, that very thing, the important um, voices and communities within Utah, rural and urban, all uh, all of us um, deserve to be a part of an active and robust economy. But I do love that idea, though, that if you want to really strengthen Utah, if you want to ensure the future of Utah's economy for your children, then participate in it. So when you do, when that mouse clicks over a link for a national, you mentioned Amazon, as easy as that is, <laughs> you know, uh, going local whenever you can. And I know that you have worked your office, the governor's office of economic development. Sometimes we use that acronym, acronym GOED, G-O-E-D. But you've worked hard to put some resources online um, so that we can actually learn a little bit more about what we can do to help activate uh, the economy. So where do you recommend we go if we need these ideas on on where we could stay in Utah, where we could play in Utah, where we should dine in Utah? Where could we get those ideas, Pete? Yeah, thank you. Um, last year, we, we launched inutah.org, and uh, we used the hashtag inutah on social media. So you can go to inutah.org and see lots of success stories, companies who've who've adjusted and and pivoted or created new products uh, during the pandemic. You can view uh, social media content, people who are having experiences around Utah and sharing pictures and images and, you know, from representing those different places with hashtag in Utah. And you can share your own and use that hashtag and and see it on the website. That's kind of the consumer-facing campaign for our office. We also have business.utah.gov where um, business owners can go to to find resources to help them um, during this time. We've launched a number of grant programs. I believe last year we administered over $170 million in grant programs, and that's well more than our usual annual budget. So this past year just turned everything on its ear. But, but we have lots of resources for business on our site, especially small business. Small business drives the majority of Utah's economy. We have some awesome big brands, but it's those local businesses and, and the jobs that they support that really need our, our focus and our attention. So there's two places, you know, consumers in Utah.org and business owners, business.utah.gov. And of course, the state site, coronavirus.utah.gov, provides all the information about the state's health response and and anything you may need to know about dealing with COVID-19. I appreciate that, Pete. Before I let you go, um, because that is so key, we we talk about what a thriving small business um, community we have in Utah. And, and, um, and those small businesses that need our support so um, very much. Um, I am un- unaware, and Pete, I know you are. Will there be more additional grants in 2021 for small businesses, or is that yet to be seen? 
it's yet to be seen. We've got new legislation right from Congress. Um, our legislature is getting ready to go into session. I'm sure that GOED will be administering some new grant programs to help support business. You know, at the end of December, we had the live events grant um, with $3 million to support that industry, which was particularly hard hit. So I would expect we'll see some more of that in, in 2021. Um, you know, this year is not going to be a magical switch and we're suddenly going to be done with the pandemic. I think it's going to have a lasting impact and our economic reactivation is going to take some time. But the good news, Utah has been recognized as the best economy as um, number one for entrepreneurs. We have a whole page of, of rankings and accolades. Many of our state, of our city communities have been ranked as, you know, top performing large and small cities. Uh, Washington County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. Our state in the past decade um, it looks like from preliminary census results was the fastest growing state. So there are so many positives in Utah that um, from our perspective, we're in a great place to, you know, I, I'm going to embrace the optimism we heard from, from Governor Cox in his inauguration that, you know, let's do it. Let's, let's get together. Let's work together. Um, Utah is going to come out of this and be an example to the country. Um, and the health of Utahns and our economic health are tied together. So we got to focus on both. Mm. And, and I love that as a foundation. I was listening to Governor Cox's words, too, where he also said our best days are ahead of us. And we do have one of the healthiest populations in the country when it comes to right. our overall physical and health. And, and here we have the, one of the strongest state economy in the country. So if anybody can succeed and continue to have that success, it's, it is Utah if we come together. And I think that's just beautiful. The information that Pete Cadella, Marketing and Communications Director with the Governor's Office of Economic Development, um, one primary point place is in utah.org take a look at that. Again, if you're a business owner, you mentioned a website, Pete, it's consumers. What did it start with? The, the business owners mm -hmm. can get information at business.utah.gov. Um, and we would love to feature any business owners out there who feel like they have pivoted or created, you know, pr new products or service services during COVID-19. We'd love to profile you um, on inutah.org. So that opportunity exists as well. We'd love to partner with any group or organization who wants to promote what's happening in Utah. And online at inutah.org, it gives you instructions on how they can communicate that story with you. Is that correct? That's right. You go to the, the partners page and, and you submit your information and we'll reach out and put a story together and, and get it out there. Well, um, I, I want to say thank you, Pete, um, because the message has been loud and clear for me, and it has changed the way I, I see our state. To me, it's just this beautiful palette of opportunity. And, and one palette over here is our local small businesses, and another palette over here is the local small restaurants. And then right over here, uh, pardon me, this color is, is the, the activities we can participate in in the hotels. And if we all do our best to try to embrace this wonderful state that we have, have, 
we'll be supporting everyone from business owners to the employees um, that work there. And, and that strengthens our overall economy and strengthens Utah. So thank you for your efforts, the In Utah campaign. And let's make this a happy new year as we move forward. Pete Cadella, thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you, Rebecca. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.